Welcome to the weekly review at Sean's Rock. I am Sean Keenan Torres in here. And of course, I'm joined along with. Hey, and it's your boy Shrock the Mike. How are we doing this uh, lovely Wednesday afternoon? It's doing great, man. Doing great. It's, it's another great day here in Tampa. And of course, before we jump into it, get too far into it, uh, go ahead and introduce our uh, latest guest to the show, Cody Henry. He's a musician um, uh, who's currently uh, in the uh, Georgia area. Uh, East Atlanta. Atlanta. So you got to get it right. Georgia, that's like saying, yeah, he's currently in the <laughs> North America somewhere. <laughs> well, hey, I wasn't going to, hey, some some stars don't want people to know, you know, where they are, Very you true. know, stalkers Very and stuff, you know. Very true. So, uh, Cody, welcome to the show. Thank yeah, you for coming. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, as you, uh, how are you doing today, Cody? I'm doing all right, bro. Just, you know, chilling. It's another day. I, I will say, uh, the weather's been a lot nicer here. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, these past couple of weeks, it's definitely been a little brisk uh, and rainy. And so today we're getting a little sun, which is nice. Does it? You, you're from Tampa, so does it get as hot yeah. in, in Atlanta as it does uh, here? Nah, man. Uh, Tampa is a different kind of sun, bro. You know, yeah. everybody, everybody talks about it like, ah, oh, Atlanta's hot. Atlanta is hot, yes. But humidity is the true difference, in my opinion. It's like a dry air in Florida there. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I might have to move to Atlanta because I hate, you know, I'm from Michigan, obviously, you see the hat, and I hate the sun. I don't hate the sun. I love the sun, but I'm not the guy that goes to the beach to go tanning, or I'm, you're not, you're not going to see me at the pool with, you know, all types of oil on me and stuff like that. So Atlanta, I think Atlanta might be a good fit for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Until the, well, see, you grew up in the cold. Well, no, I grew up in the cold, too. I left Atlanta to get away from, like, I left the area I left because it's always cold in the winter. As you can tell, Cody is sitting here in a jacket, and we're here, I mean, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I'm sitting here in shorts. I was just pretty sure you are, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, me. Uh, definitely. Yeah, no, same, actually. I only have the jacket on. I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> that is a very honest answer. Yeah, uh, no, I would have uh, lied. I would have said, ah, it's, I think it's snowing outside or something. Or like, ah, like I'm just so, trying on stuff that I'm going to give away. <laughs> this is just sweatpants and a t-shirt. Everyday normal Cody. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like, I like that style, man. But you're a musician, so you have to like, you always, well, I guess this kind of goes into a question I have, but like as a musician, like, do you feel like you have to like style wise kind of like be a little different? Yes and no. I, I will tell you, uh, personally it's just it's it's me i you know i don't i don't think i ever look at something and think oh wow that you know this would make me an artist but right then again there are clothes uh or, or times that i do dress up and like i'll wear something that i'm like okay this kind of puts me in the in the, in the idea and the mindset okay. and, and it does assist in in my opinion it helps me you know i, I like how you said it puts you in like the mindset and i think a lot of people kind of you know take that for granted you know just if you can compare it to like an athlete, right? You know, or even someone yeah. who is physically fit or anything like that, like having on, you know, workout clothes, like it just puts you in that mindset. So right, right, for sure. That's 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 that's. I never really thought about that, but that's amazing, Sean. What about you? Me, you uh, a fisherman hat uh, or something like that gets you in the mindset. Me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as you know, I don't own wear hats unless you know haircut time. But uh, no, <laughs> actually no. There, there is a hat. I'm not gonna lie. There is a hat. So, so I have. A, I, did I wear it on the show? I think I did. There's a pirate hat I wear because you know, of course, I'm a pirate in in, in one of the crews, and because um, <laughs> you know, of course, remember, I'm a pirate. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I'm just oh, yeah. saying it is. What, oh yeah, it, by the way, you know, I'm a pirate. Hey, 
Well, hey, you know, here in Tampa, being in power is big. You know, the Bucks, okay. you know, is big here. But I got a spat that uh, actually the queen of the crew made made for me, and I put that hat on, man. I feel like I'm the king of the king of the of the uh, of Gasparilla. I'm telling you, it's, it's gold. You know, it is sets it sets the mood. Yeah, no, you know, no matter what vest wear I have on, it sets it. Okay, okay, I understand that, Sean. So, Cody, um, obviously, you know, our listeners and viewers or whoever. Um, you know, want to know who you are. So, Cody, just tell us, like, man, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and uh, what you do. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what got you started in this? No, for sure. Uh, so, my name's Cody Henry. I'm I'm an artist, first musician, uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, truly, I I will tell you, I, I I really enjoy meeting new people, and I and I mm-hmm. found that meeting new people, music itself is truly a language that everybody speaks. And when it comes to the music that I create, I, I would like to say that I create it because I'm creating it for the person that I needed when I was much younger. And so uh, that being said, I, I just, I enjoy music. It's something that really, to me, can alter a mood. You can use music to, you know, create anticipation or mm-hmm. create happiness. And, and I think with music that there really is just an endless bridge, personally. Okay, so like, was this like something? Because you know, a lot of times people talk about the whole like, you know, having a passion for stuff, and I think that's important. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, but was this something that like, you know, once you were a little kid, you just knew it immediately, or was it just yes. it took a little bit of time? Yeah, I, actually, it's a great question. Yeah, I, I would venture to say that even as a kid, I, I always knew it's something that I wanted to do, and and, and still, it's something that I'll always do uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to creating, and I. Yeah, I just, I, I'll tell you this prime example, Martin Lawrence had Big Mama's House and that was probably one of my favorite movies. And yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I enjoyed truly being on camera. I think I think we all do to, to some extent. Right. But yeah. it, it was something for me that, I, I'll tell you this, I had a music teacher. Her name was Wendy Swarley. And she really just kind of, I don't know, it was just like, like really a, a true teacher in a sense that uh, more of a teacher, more of a mentor. Okay. It, it, that was just something that I, that never left me. It was, yeah, uh, a special part of my life for sure. Who who are some of your uh, influences? I mean, what do, you, where do you bring your influences from, I guess I, I should say? I would say, um, well, I do love like army music, soul music. I really love listening to Brian McKnight. Uh, I think. Oh, Brian McKnight. Uh, Wait, Cody, how old are you? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you guys hit a lot. <laughs> uh, trying yeah. to kill the man's career. Yeah, yeah, well, he got hair. I got hair, so I, I assume only, he's under yeah, forty. Only, only if you're working. Uh, only if you're working for Disney, I'll give you that. But <laughs> no, I, I I am ageless. I'll tell you. I like that, but Brian McKnight. That that's that's a very unique unique choice, you know, especially. You know, with with music these days, obviously, I mean, generation, the newer generation, it's, you know, it's very fast paced. And like you said, I assume like we're probably around the same age and Brian McKnight is, you know, I would say like 90s ish. So that's, you know, it's really important that you, you know, know kind of like a lot of the foundation of R&B or pop or whatever you want to call his his genre. I mean, Um, mean, it's old school now, so you can call it old school. Yeah, but you know, it's going to be old school, Sean. Like, do you think... I mean, to me, it's not old school. To me, it's what I grew up with. To me, old school was, you know, Tina Turner, you know... um, Oh, come on. What's love got to do with it? uh, Yeah, I'm I'm saying that's that's old school to me. So, I mean, so, but 
like you said, both of you old school is Brad McKnight, you know, um, Luther. Well, is well Luther? Uh, probably Luther too. Yeah, I guess. Well, I was I wasn't <laughs> born when he was out. My Andros is great. I uh, I'll tell you too. You know, I, I enjoy listening to Bruno Mars, uh, Justin Timberlake. Somebody new that I that I've been listening to is Thames. Uh, she put out a record with Wiz Wiz the Kid. Oh, no, Wiz Kid. And it's a she's a it's a personally she's a great artist. From what I've heard, I I really really like what she's putting out there right now. Who's okay. her artist? I mean, I know you you want to, of course, work with. Mm-hmm. everyone but who's some major artists that you want to work with or that you have worked with godly um well i had the chance to meet and work with akon that was a really exciting experience A-con. yeah no that's, it, that's it, amazing locked up no it, it was great uh I, I will tell you too that is somebody that i met and you know you we see the the charisma and and mm-hmm. What we, you know, what we see on Instagram and what we see limited through interviews. And this was somebody that I had the chance to talk to personally on FaceTime several times, even have a personal conversation with. And they're just normal people. Like, to put, right. Yeah. To put it plainly, he's literally a normal dude. You know, there's things that bother him. There's things that, you know, it's like, right. yeah, he uses the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. He's a normal dude. And, and I will tell you, it's like, my experience when it comes to music is not his experience. And so from his point of reference and his experiences, I was able to learn uh, just a little bit more. And while I might not know now what it takes to be of that level, it, it was definitely amazing to be able to rub elbows with somebody uh, who, who is there and at the top of their league. All right. All right. So, so with that, with that, uh, with that being said, who do you think like you're like comparable to? Oh geez. Uh, I mean, I know there's no comparison to be honest, yeah, but if there was it, <laughs> I would say if people, when people listen to time to waste inception, my project, they would probably compare it to uh, Ed Sheeran, Sean Mendez. Okay. Definitely within that realm, Sam Smith. Uh, it's definitely lively. I love inception. It's a project I released. Uh, December 3rd, 2021. So actually, yeah. So I, I put out a second. Yeah, that, that's thank you, sir. Keeping me on my toes, man. Yeah. No, so I put out uh, that. So that's love by now. And and what it is is it's a single record that I had uh, again called Love by Now. And I had the chance mm-hmm. to work with a couple of different producers where I remixed it six different ways. Uh, okay. I even had the chance to work with a bass guitarist, uh, Wes Kent, and. We went to the studio. I knew what I wanted because it was a formula that we had already created mm-hmm. and just re-recorded it. Uh, it. It was a record that did incredibly well. And Love By Now in itself also has a Latin remix to it. And I thought, yep. I thought personally, you know, what if, what if someone's first time hearing or experiencing Cody Henry was this Latin version? That, that happens a lot, actually. Yes. Uh, it's, what's that song? Oh, my God. I'm tired of hearing it, actually. It was... Was it Enrique Iglesias? I can't remember. Oh, Desp- Despacito? No. Desp- I think so. I, th- I think that yeah, was... Despacito, yeah. Wasn't that the a one they, they added uh, Justin... Not Justin, Justin Bieber. They added, <laughs> the original I thought was great. And then they added Justin Bieber to it, to the remix. Yeah, and then people thought that it, was the original but, song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, I know as, Well, not. that's funny, though. As an artist, though, like, would you be offended or would you give, give praise if you made a song... And then someone else made a remix of it 
that was more popular than the original song? Uh, I, I would appreciate it. You know, it's I, I think this when it comes to artistry, you know, we are artists. And right. if, if that artist chooses to expound upon it and and people, you know, people think, oh, it's better than than the original, then, then so be it. Um, I, I would be appreciative that they even thought, wow, this is amazing. Let me mm -hmm. do what I can do to it, you know, because that in itself to me it, it is impressive and success. I mean, that artist could have heard the record and been like, ah, oh, that's whack. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Very true. Very now, true. Now, you know, I don't know if people have visited your YouTube page or not, but if they haven't, go visit his YouTube page at Cody Henry. Um, and on your YouTube page, a lot of people take a lot of the early stuff off, but you left a lot of your early stuff on, you know, with you singing covers, uh, for, for music artists, uh, Sam Smith, uh, to name, to name one. Um, why did you choose to do that? I think it shows progression. I, I mm -hmm. think that people will, some people will, you know, I, there's, I, I would tell you this. I, I personally think it was just like, you know, oh, well, if, if I would have removed them, then it would have been somebody else in my head saying, those just aren't it. They're exactly. Not and, and I think that people need to see the progression. They want to know, wow, you know, what was the earliest video they put? What did they look like then? And I mean, there's times with celebrities, I'll go on their Instagram and try and scroll all the way to the bottom just to see, see that first pic. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's funny you say that. I used, to, I used to do that a lot, like, you know, back in the, in the single days, by the way, Paige. This is back in the single days. Um, but like you know, you meet somebody and like I would always try to go to like their even on Facebook, go to their first original pick. Cause I always oh, felt like that's absolutely who, yeah, because that's who they really are when they didn't know what they were doing, right? It's a new platform, you don't know what it is. Let me just put some basic out. Right. And as you and as you go up, you see the progression. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that, Sirak. I uh, I actually am guilty of doing that. I did that the other day. <laughs> Young lady I'm with, I was like, oh you know, it was just yeah. So the worst thing though is when you actually like like it like oh no no <laughs> let me tell you this i actually have developed i've developed a method to prevent all this so you know you can't be liking stuff from like five and six years ago you know let's not okay. make it that weird yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's grandma accidentally, i will tell you if you accidentally <laughs> like something from that long ago you need to go and like other things. That way you're just showing love, you know? You can talk about- <laughs> what, if, what if they have like wait, a thousand wait, pictures? Uh, like, oh God. I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, well, just showing love, clicked on one. And, and see, and that's the thing. You got to put it back on them. It's not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> or just message them, uh, but hey, I didn't mean to do that. My dog was- I was showing love. You don't like it, I won't do it again. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not social, I'm not media stalking you. No, me stalking you? No, that's not I know, me right? at all. Yeah, <laughs> um, so- I like I brought it up before the 12, 3, 21. I gave you the date, but in, the, the inception. What yes. I, I mean, I, you had five songs on there, right? Or I could be, I could be off. Five, yes. Start is a corner of Spotify. So basically, I kind of like the you know the the small song selection because you know most albums today you have I would say ten to fifteen songs. You, you may remember one, and I'm actually a big fan. I'm, I'm well, not old school. A lot of people are a big fan of like Bob Marley or even like The Weeknd to where they'll have like six or seven songs on their album. Do you prefer, and they're great. Do you prefer that method or do you prefer just, you know, as many as I can? I, I will tell you this. Uh, the, J. Cole released a mixtape. This is probably like four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And he had, 
I think it was 26 songs on this one mixtape. And in my opinion, every single song was, it was, it was amazing. It was great. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so when you are able to really carve out what you're doing and it makes sense, I think mm -hmm. that's the difference. I think too, as artists, you know, when we're exploring and maybe we're recording something a little bit new or something that isn't within our normal uh, normalcy of what, you know, people would hear, experimenting is always cool. And so for me, experimenting, I'd probably release fewer songs because okay. I, I just want to get a pull. I just want to get a poll. I want to see what people think. Uh, but for people like The Weeknd, uh, for people like J. Cole, like, when it comes to if they're releasing like six or seven records on the album, I I don't know. I I think for them it makes sense. Right. I, do. I think I think for them it makes sense. I, I think too, sometimes it can become a little uh too much. You know, it's like the truth. Just in my opinion, I I think that it can become a little too much because it's there there is so much when mm -hmm. it so many songs. Uh do I think people will really sit down and listen to them? Absolutely. And so either way, uh for the weekend, while I said I think it works, it probably doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Then, your, your fans are gonna listen to your, your music regardless. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Um another question sean i don't know if like i don't i, I don't feel like i'm asking a million questions <laughs> no no man. hey no go ahead as you know my, my throat so, so you're kind of all over the fine. place a little bit but uh so but I, I do with, have uh, go ahead uh, no, mine's a no, long uh, one you're, go ahead you're, you're, you're good no go if you have a long one go right ahead. go right ahead. Go. you're you sure okay so yeah, yeah. um i was doing a little bit of i mean you can call it research i just you know i call it work um and then when, when you did that uh that interview uh with was it rollingout.com it was a uh, was it a newspaper magazine? I wasn't 100% sure. But either way, it's funny. I was reading some of the questions. And one of the questions was uh, related to like kind of like your future predictions. I think the question was, how, how do you feel about the current state of R&B and pop genre when hip hop is dominating music music industry? Where do you feel that like the genre would be in the next three years? And I just thought it was relevant because this was in 2018, I believe. And I mean, I know it's 2022, but, you know, close enough. Um how do you feel like, I guess, what you predicted? I mean, do you feel like what you predicted kind of came true as far as, like, the music industry in general and as far as, like, you as an artist? Well, buddy, if I can be honest with you, do you, you, have, my, that? Do you have the answer? Do I have the answer? Uh, <laughs> I said, I would, because I'm curious, too. You said uh, hip-hop is, well, I think you said, but hip-hop is the dominant genre uh, yada, yada. However, I think hip hop and RB are almost intertwined, and I think all music does. Within the next three years, hopefully, those real singers will come back and there will be real musicians with a real instrument. Golly. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'll tell you this because I, I think what, we, what we've seen is even, for example, Bruno Mars, mm -hmm. you know, the Grammys a couple weeks ago, this guy wiped the floor. Right. I mean, and, and it, it was amazing. And, and it's Bruno Mars. It's Silk Sonic. You got to love him. I, my point to that was, was that mm. artists now will really, you know, they have, they have the ability and even myself to be versatile and, and do right. things. And that's just what we've seen with Bruno Mars. We've really seen him go, in my opinion, from this. He has a record called Runaway. And it's from his very, very first album. And uh -huh slowly have seen this progression where now he has become silk sonic uh for example rihanna uh at, at the very beginning was ponde replay and and now she's bitch better have my money i mean <laughs> you know, things like, change 
Yeah, no, it's like, you know, they've become a little more defined. Mm -hmm. And and I, my point to that is, is like, I, for one, am a big fan of instrumentalists, people that can just play. Right. Personally, I'm no Stevie Wonder. I would never suggest that. Uh, at the same time, I have the utmost respect because that kind of music has really left a legacy. You know, that there is the lyrical content, but then there's mm -hmm. the story within the music. And mm -hmm. when you listen to songs like I Wish by Stevie Wonder, uh, or Luther Vandross, for example, My Endless Love, it really tells a story. And maybe it's because it's from a different time. Mm -hmm. uh, but with Bruno Mars, to me, you really see that as something that is becoming full circle. Could you okay. could you yeah. tell us about that? Your first time performing in front of, in front of an audience? How, how was that? Please, my first time performing in front of an audience, I think I was in the fourth grade. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, maybe sooner, I'm, maybe sooner, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I just don't recall, but no, I was in the fourth grade, it was at a talent show and I sang a record called Never by a female rock group called Heart. Uh, Annie Nancy Wilson uh, is a guitar player and, and a singer. And Wilson's a singer. And yeah, it was super cool. I had this dragon this red dragon printed button down. And oh, we got to see it. We got to see the picture. <laughs> we got to see it. Everything. I thought it was awesome. And, and it was, it was cool. It was, I don't know, giving, giving me something I had yearned for, so to speak. It, it was a great experience. Did you win? I don't recall, but uh, I, I will say, I, I hopefully I got people's choice. Yeah. If you didn't win, you can look back on like the competitors. Like, look at me now. <laughs> well, so. actually, that's a great point. I actually recall. I was put on the CD. I'm on the CD. Yeah. I hope they're paying you for that. I hope they give you, you give you credit for that. You know? Pay me, right? <laughs> so from that time to you getting on stage professionally for the first time, did that prepare you for that? Or were you always like, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm ready to get it there and do and show people what I am capable of. For sure. I would say it was definitely something that prepared me more and more and more. Mm -hmm. uh, e even now, when I'm performing, there will be times that I will watch the film uh, to the point where it's just I, I'm overly hard on myself, you know, right? Uh, just because I, I want it to be good. I want it to make sense. And I want people to to not only feel it, but I but I want the message to be understood when I'm conveying it. And so I will, for example, like even creating a treatment for a music video, I will reread it a million times just to make sure that it makes sense. Cause it's, to me, it's, it's gotta be for dummies. Like somebody has to never have heard of you before and hear something and be like, wow, that makes sense. And so right. say that to say that even on the stage, what, when they see you for the first time, it's like, okay. And hmm, that, where, do you, that, where, where do you feel the most comfortable though on stage or like in a studio just flowing? Oh, definitely in the studio. You, you know, you're, you're, the stage is, is, is for the end result to me. Right. You know, like now mm -hmm. you and speaking on, you even have artists now who are releasing records while they're on tour, which I think is amazing because mm -hmm. uh, it really helps them. But on stage, again, going back that I'm incredibly particular and I try not to beat myself up, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, okay. a, a, you know, I'm in the zone. You know, we, we talk about the clothes earlier. We mm -hmm. talked about the clothes and mm -hmm. do they cater to it? And, Definitely on stage for that circumstance, I would say being in the zone, it's something that can make you feel just a little bit more alive. Exactly. I agree. 100%. 100%.
Yeah, that's good. So you played at the, the Atlanta Music Festival. How, how was that? Amazing. It was incredible. Uh, honestly, one of the biggest crowds I've performed for. Up to when, when was when was it? This was in this was actually right before the pandemic or it was during the pandemic. I want to okay. say I want to say yeah, it, I think it was right before. I believe yeah. the date was right before. Yeah. And it, it was amazing. There was food trucks, probably four or five hundred people like crowd wise in front of you. And then you've got food trucks. And you've got tons of people walking around. <laughs> And so hungry. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I was too, right? I was like, all right, let's get this performance done. Uh, just because I, you know, there was all these food trucks and I am a foodie. So I was like, all right, let's do this. And then I'm going to treat myself, uh, treat, treat myself, so to speak. But going back to that, it, it, it was amazing. I, I always get the chance to network and, and meet new people. But the performance itself, I was working with two choreographers at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, his name, I, I know his Instagram, his name is, it's C Smith, but his name is Corey. And okay. he's just a really great, you know, a little, little hard uh, when it comes to like being, being a teacher and a mentor, but, but I like that. You know, I want somebody to be like, Hey, that doesn't make sense. Don't do that again. You know, because I'm not going to know if you don't tell me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I appreciate that for him because he's, he also himself, he's very, you know, Hey buddy, this is how it's got to look. I need you, you know, or so to speak, open your hand or make sure this is right. And working with him and the other choreographer on that, was a lot of fun it, it was just truly going up there and and do you know doing what i do and, and what's going to be is going to be and and it ended up being what i would say an amazing performance would you ever um have like a a personal one like um what was that doc- that jesus remember the genius the jesus documentary on netflix oh, with Kanye? Yeah. how he had uh well i forgot his buddy's name cootie or whatever yeah, the com- him around. Was comedian. yeah. Would, would you ever consider doing that like just having like i mean obviously Oh, it would have to be a friend, you know, when we like, you know, yeah. paid service. So you can deal with. Because <laughs> you've been, you've been, like you said, you've been performing since you were, were, were young and, you know, you're multi-talented. You do a lot of different things. You, you know, you're humanitarian, you know, you like someone needs to be recording this as you progress. For sure. And, and you know what, maybe one day it's, it's something that has crossed my mind. Uh, but Sean brings up a very good point. I, I, you know, it'd have to be somebody that, I can handle. <laughs> just like, you know, you're you're with me, dog. Like, that's good. That's good. Um, it's funny you brought that up. So obviously, in a couple of days it'll be May, right. and we all know May is Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and we all know I, I could be wrong, but like I said, I did some I did some searching. So your, your mother's birthday is May seventh, right? That's like in two wow. weeks. Wow. Yes. And I know it looks like you guys are really close as far as you know what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Any big plans? Well, she might be watching this, so I can't. I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, for for all practical purposes, no. There's okay. Nothing going on. Okay. Was she no, like uh, your Was she your big um biggest cheerleader? I, I, I guess uh, you'd say. Oh, both my parents are incredibly supportive. Um, and and, and that's huge. I, I do appreciate my mom. Yeah, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. I, I will say, when it comes to her birthday plans, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe McDonald's. I don't know. <laughs> McDonald's. You know, I'm an artist. like a true kid. <laughs> so, um, are they and they and you come from their their military background, right? Your your family. My father is yes. Okay, your father. So, like, you know, my dad is too. Obviously, not from America. Different country. Different. You know, whole different situation. But 
how did that kind of like, because, you know, Sean is military and most people who don't do the research would think that it's, you know, very strict type of upbringing. And, you know, did you, I mean, I know they're supportive now, but was there ever like any hesitation or any like, you no. know, nothing? No. Uh, you hear that, Sean? That's how you raise kids. Again, <laughs> well, you know, don't get, don't get me wrong. You know, my, my, hey, my, my kids tell my dad is always uh, very transparent and, and he's like, you know, if, if this is what you're going to do, it's, it's got to make sense. If it makes sense, it makes dollars. But from A to Z, you kind of have to have it ironed out. While things from A to Z may not go as planned, you still have that uh, bigger idea. And, and as long as you do not stop, mm -hmm. something will come of it for sure. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Damn. That's All right, I like I mean that. I don't know why I always in my head I see like you know I think oh they oh damn his parents in the you know his dad's in the military he probably has to go in. <laughs> yeah no I wait I wake up every there's an you should see the house there's like an entire uh, gym on you know I have to do it to get out of the bedroom it's like, <laughs> but, you know, uh, but no you know disciplinary action for him was definitely uh, a little tough you know um, yeah I, my mom, yeah my mom believed in butt whoopings and fair enough. Worst thing I think I ever got spanked with was a turkey strainer. Oh, it was. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Oh, what? <laughs> a turkey, turkey strainer. strainer. That's yeah. fun. I got to Google what a turkey strainer is. Yeah. It's <laughs> you don't know what a turkey strainer Come on, man. No, nah, man. I, don't even, I, I haven't seen a kitchen in like five years. No. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. You go in his house, you know, the kitchen has like cobwebs on it. You know, no one touches that. Him or, him or Paige is like, oh, what's that? A kitchen? We don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why we can't do a show together. That's exactly why he like Sean. He goes over. He tells my personal business. Like he gives you like my address, girlfriend's name, last name, social security number, and everything, and just laughs about it. <laughs> oh man! So Cody, so oh, like man. what? You know, I I know like you said this album you just dropped. I mean, what three four months ago? Mm. Do you have anything lined up coming up? I do very very soon. I'm excited. Yes. Uh, I will say too, um, I actually have a lot of records that I've recorded that I haven't been able to release just okay. because I didn't feel like they fit. I didn't feel like they made sense. And um, what I'm going to start doing very, very soon is actually releasing them on Audio Mac and SoundCloud uh, in preparation for something else. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up um, with the, um, the SoundCloud and you said Audio Mac. So like, yes, you know, nowadays... It's all streaming. It's all Spotify. It's mm -hmm. Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, whatever platform. Like, yeah. how does has? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if you, you know, were recording on CDs back in the day or whatever it may be, but like, do you feel as if you really have to focus your attention more on the streaming services, or is there another route that you know you plan on taking? Well, uh, let me ask you this: When you say, like, you have like, you know, like you have radio. Obviously, people. I think people still listen to radio. I'm not 100 percent sure, yes. but I'm in my car. I got on Spotify or I got on Apple Music. So, right. like, are you, are you like, you know, are you the type of guy that's like, all right, man, I would love for my, you know, my music to be on, on the radio or anything like that, or are you like, hey, I would love 100 million downloads on Spotify. I so I'll tell you this: I, I think when it comes to the streams, I think it's just a matter of it being the same thing as radio. And when I mm -hmm. say that is, it's just simply a different platform. So with the radio, you know, we, you know, there's musics within, uh, uh, what do they call it? Spins, but it's, it's called something, I forget it. Um, but 
I don't know, but my, my point is, is that I think with streaming, uh, it being a different platform and still having access to the music, it gives you a chance to really listen to who you want to listen to at all times of the day. Right. And so streams themselves are something that are brand new in a sense. I mean, it, it's really something that is less than 10 years old when it comes to the music industry. You mm -hmm. see, you know, we were talking about uh, the older artists earlier, uh, or artists that were around back in the 90s or the mid 90s or the late 90s excuse me, that was when you really saw labels develop and, and, right. and spend time on artist development and money. And now when it comes to streaming, it's something that I think allows more access to the artist. And, and, I, and I think it's a good thing. I, I think if an artist really is feeding their audience by, by a spoon or, or so to mm -hmm. speak, you know, their, their audience, is, audience is super interactive with them, it's a great way to push what you're working on. Because, right. you know, I mean, hey, it's on Spotify or hey, it's on Tidal. And, you know, people just go and search it up, opposed to sitting by the radio and waiting. Yeah, I know, right. Or calling, yeah. hey, could you yeah, uh, yeah. play? <laughs> oh, right, right. Oh, man, I really need you to play. Right. Really yeah, 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 yeah. I got you like two seconds. Yeah, don't worry. Right. <laughs> right, <hang up. laughs> no, right. So streams themselves. I, I will tell you this. When it comes to the pandemic for me, I really focused on making sure visually, YouTube wise, that. The product that I was putting out videos visually made sense. And, and, and streaming wise too, even when it comes to inception, the project, I felt that even the order of the records, listening to them from number one to number five, they tell a story and it, it kind of, you know, does a, you know, we talk about CDs made comment about CDs, you know, you really don't see as much CD sales anymore because people have it. All, all on their phone, you yeah, know. I didn't even know they were still selling but, CDs. Uh, with you. Well, no. see, the, the, go into that though. Doesn't that? Do you think that benefits? While it does give a lot more exposure to artists, do you think it benefits to artists though? Because streaming giants now control more of that of the of the income part of that. No, right, and that's the thing. You know, going back to the the CD thing, it's it's simply a different platform. Do I think that? It's beneficial, yes and no. Do I think CDs were beneficial? Yes and no. I, I think that when it comes to streaming, it gives, you see it almost in, in more, you see it in, in real time. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? A stream is going to be documented. And so it, it might not update the night of, but a, you know, a quarter from now, three months from now, you, you're really going to see an update. And I personally like it. I'm a fan of it. But... Are there ways around that? Yes. When it right. comes to making sure that those giants don't have access to all of you. Well, not only that, it's, you know, with, with say, CDs or even tape cassettes, whatever you want to call them, you know, you can keep track of that. You know what I mean? You know how many you're selling, how many units you're selling, what, what's costing this, what's costing that. Streaming, as great as it is, you know, you have to adhere to the algorithm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know how they are really putting your music out you know it's like it's just the platform but you also have to be self-marketing you gotta you know i was me and sean talk about this all the time it's um it, it's funny it's when we record a show or we post a show a podcast whether it's, whether it's the audio whether it's the video it's such a huge difference on downloads and, and views or listens depending on what time you post it and what day yes. right so weekends obviously are probably the worst time Monday, Wednesdays, you know, early morning, whatever are some of the some of the best times. And you know, it's it's funny because it's it's the same content in a sense, but it's just 
it's 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 when you do it or you know you, you kind of have to like adhere to the to the rules and same thing with with streaming services like spotify or apple music if you put an album out on the same day you know for instance on friday future puts an album out you know it's it, it, it's, it's it's you know what i mean like you, yes. you're getting penalized for no reason no and, and and that's the thing you know you brought up a very good point the self-marketing you know there are i had the chance to go on a, a radio promo tour right when I put out my record time to waste. Mm -hmm. That was something that I really felt catered to the success of the record because I was able to meet the people face to face. I was able to, you know, they were able to ask me questions and, and, and we see each other's response. It was different than, you know, like on the radio, it's on the, you know, I'm on the phone, you know, I, I tell people I jokingly, I'm like, Oh man, you have a face for radio. They're like, thanks. (laughs) Uh, But, but in, but in this sense, you know, in this sense, you really get the chance to connect with those people. And I felt that that radio promo tour uh, was a way that I was really marketing myself uh, mm-hmm. ul- ul- ulteriorly because I was able to access the people. You know, I would tell them, hey, I'm going to be here at this time. And, and people would show up. We did a giveaway. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the coolest things. So, like, you know, it, it's That's funny cool. you say that. Like, so I also work at like a bar part time on the weekends here and there. And I guess my question is, what is like something that surprises you? With with me, it's like I'll be working, and then like I'll have a random, you know, maybe a regular, maybe a guy see the bar, whatever that comes and sees me. Oh, by the way, we listen to your so and so podcast. I'm like, well, I didn't even, I don't even know you like that. Like, what is like since now? What's been your biggest like? Wow, I wasn't expecting that, or that's a surprise. Yes, I. This was probably I, I was working at a pizza restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, Marco's Pizza here. Shout out to Marco's Pizza. Yeah, shout out to Pizza Marco. Atlanta. Is it good? Is it, wait, wait, is it good? I don't want to give a shout out. It's terrible. Yeah, it's I mean, they, they do have the most cheese in any pizza. I, I, any commercial yeah, pizza it's, I do. it's good. They, they I was, a uh, lot of cheese on there. <laughs> now, Mar- Marco's is good. Uh, we, I'll tell you, we make it fresh every day. You know, okay. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a brand ambassador, but at this point, I should be. Uh, <laughs> we, I will tell you. So I was delivering pizzas, and... I went to this one house, delivered a pizza, and the lady says to me, hey, I've got somebody that wants to meet you. And I was like, all right, this is a stranger, you know? I, yeah, like, wait a minute. Is this, is this, uh, this a robbery? <laughs> this is oh, right. right? So I was like, all right, cool. And so her granddaughter comes to the front door, and she says, hey, you're Cody Henry, and I follow you on social media. And it, and it was probably – it was one of the coolest things. I'll even say, too, I – you know, I, I, of course, I've got to I've got to work too to support myself as well. Right. And it's probably about two or three months ago. Uh, there was a table that I had, and I had given them my information or given friends of theirs something some my information somehow. And I was like, hey, you know, you got to go listen to it. It's it's really great music. It's very clean. You know, because we've got kids with them, and I don't want them yeah. to like turn it on and be like, okay, <laughs> give me a warning. You know, like, it's my my black. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, and so. Basically, the lady says to me, she was like, hey, we looked your music up. You're good. And and it was meaningful to me. It meant more than she ever knew because I'm just leaving you my information, but you don't have to do anything with it. You don't have to go and listen to it. And the fact that you did means so much more to me. Right. It's very exactly. validating for, for the time that you put in. For sure. So far. Yeah. Speaking of the time you put in, and since we brought it up a couple of times, what I'm going to do now is actually have um, your music video "Time to Waste" uh, ready. If you, if it's okay with you, we're going to go ahead and play okay. it. A few Are you the type it. to like, like cringe when you see yourself like on video? I do that all the time. Like, ugh. Uh, 
being that we're on it, I'll tell you this. This is the weirdest thing about me. I was gonna mention it earlier, but I'll say it now. I will not I will watch and cringe to the point where I will have to turn it off. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, why did I do that? But but I yeah. say I'll say, you know, it's 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 one thing when people really do appreciate the music and and, and it's appreciated. Uh and because it's like, you know, they're like, wow, it's you know, they'll they'll, they'll watch the music video and they're like, dude, where's your blonde hair? And yeah, I'm like, you, are you also critiquing yourself in the same sense? Oh, absolutely. Of course. Yep. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Dude, I listen to our stuff. I'll be like, that was a dumbass question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done that so many times. So many times. All right. And this is A Time to Waste by Cody Henry. You have to do like a, the countdown, like MTV. Look at the hair. Look at the hair. Yeah. Pay your Ethernet bill. Yeah, I know, right? There you go. When the stunt double was it? You got shot this in Atlanta? Damn, you can sing, man. I can't sing for shit. See, this is has you. You on that? What you on Bright House or Verizon? Uh, I'm on Spectrum, man. It's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, man. How long? How long? How long, did that, how long did that take to shoot? One more time. I'm sorry. How long did that take to shoot? We did that in a day. We did that okay. in a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. A day, but it, it was like I had like a a three or four day thing, like space blocked off, where we were working on that as well as another music video at the time. Okay. Okay. And then, like, as far as like editing and you know rendering and finaling, what like a week or so? Yeah, about a week, two weeks. Absolutely. Okay. And all uh, right. I, mean this, I got the chance. The the people that I work with on that, uh, Scott Sawyer and Brandon Crawford, great directors. It was to me, I really appreciated it because in the midst of creating it, I'm incredible. Again, talking about the treatment, you know, I, I created mm-hmm. a video treatment, and what I really try and do is create a vision board. So visually. Not only can you read what I'm talking about, but you can see what I'm talking about. And the two of them, at times, I felt uh, fought uh, or bickered for creative control. And, and I think that that made the, the video that much more amazing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's funny because, you know, you're in the right spot, like you said, with uh, being in Atlanta, which is, you know, not only known for, for music, but lately known for 
movies, uh, movies and actors well. and production and stuff like that. So you, you kind of get the best of both worlds. And and before we actually went on live, um, you know, you also have talent. Well, you had in, mentioned in that you, yeah, you you had mentioned that you actually do some acting as well. Um, so what do you do? You define yourself as just being a musician, or are you an entertainer? Or how do you define yourself? I'm an artist. You're I an artist. That. Yeah. Would you ever want to do? I mean, we would ever consider doing like a musical? So, grow, yeah, absolutely. I um, I've done musicals and stuff before, and okay, yeah, it was. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's just you know memorizing those lines and uh, placement on stage. You know, when it comes to the the terminology, I probably have to take a lesson on that again. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy the theater. I, I enjoy all that. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Damn. Well, you know, like I said, you're in the right spot, man. Um, you know, and it, it's so funny. We we're watching the video, and you know, the singing sounds way different than your normal voice. Are you just are you just yeah. born with that? Can can people learn to sing? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Because <laughs> I'd be singing in the shower, and you know, we I, I play the music just. It doesn't loud sound anywhere enough. close to that good. Well, I play it just loud enough to sing. where I can't hear me, but I can kind of hear me. <laughs> but is that? I mean, I know there's there's musical there's uh, music coaches and voice coaches and stuff like that. But did you just come out the womb just like naturally, like oh, I got this? Uh, yes, I, I was, <laughs> of course. Uh, but you know, and 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 then there's times where you have to go and carve your craft. You know, you've got to right. work on your craft and and hone in uh, on its abilities. And uh, I did. There there was a period in time where I was with a vocal coach, and mm -hmm. uh, she's a great lady as well. And I worked with her for a little while, mm -hmm. uh, but, but to the point where even now it's like I find myself like running into things where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like that. And I'll have to rework it. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, that's just because I'm part of myself. And, and thankfully, when it comes to my mentors and people that uh, I've looked up to, they've given me those tools to be able to do that. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. So well, I would do you have ahead, a, a dream? Oh, go ahead. Uh, do you have a, a dream venue that you want to play? Madison Square Garden. Everybody really? says Madison yeah, yes, Square Garden. Uh, hey, that's so far. Nobody Why wants to play in Africa. Venue? I'm just kidding. Uh, What'd you say, bro? Said <laughs> so nobody wants to play in Africa. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I. So I'll tell you, I've actually, I would actually be down to go all over the world. It would, it would be amazing for me to, to be able to do that. Uh, it's, it's a part of what I do too. When it comes to being a humanitarian, I, you know, I love to give back, but. That would probably be a place I'd love to go. I'd love to personally go to mm -hmm. Morocco. Um, mm -hmm. If I did have a chance to go to Egypt, I'd love to go to Egypt as well. Um, yeah, go all over. I mean, I mean, listen, at the rate you're going, you know, when you're, you know, I mean, obviously going on tour and stuff like that is, is for most newer artists or whatever you want to call it, it kind of just stays within the country, but you know, once you get on that international scale, I mean, like that's that's what they're doing. Is that like the is that the in dream goal down the line years to just be an international artist that's just on tour, seeing the world, and everybody's hearing your music? A part of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or do you or do you want to do what they do now, which a lot of artists, and like John Legend, or and we just mentioned earlier Bruno Mars, a lot of them they have stopped touring so much, and now they just take up residents in Las Vegas and let people come to them. Is that something more of, of what you really look into? Well, that's the thing too, you know, you, that's a very good point. 
I think the residencies are insane. I think they're amazing. You know, personally, if I had the, if I had the chance to be like, oh, wow, um, that's a great, I am a people person. Mm-hmm. I got, I got to see my people. I got to have access to them while residency in Vegas is amazing. I got to touch my fans. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, you know, with being humanitarian and just wanting to get back in general, um, you kind of discussed, you know, you've had some mentors, you know, you have a great family support and, and friends and so on and so forth. But my question is, is, you know, the biggest thing about giving back is also teaching. Is there, are you a mentor for anyone or do you, you, you know, volunteer or maybe is a singing coach yourself to someone else who's, uh, who's younger and uh, is, is coming into the game? I wouldn't say that I've had the ability to provide a true service, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely um, always, yeah, no, I, there is a buddy of mine. Uh, he is a very young saxophone player. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him, you know, whenever we have the chance, I'd love to get into the studio. And even if we don't record anything, I think being in the element uh, is, is part of it. And, and it's an experience that if somebody would have told me now, I wouldn't be here. Right. Personally. And so it would be wrong for me to tell this young gentleman now as well. That's very true. That is very true. Oh, I see you got the, I like that. Wait, wait, pull that back up. Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. How do we, how do, can we get one of those? How do we get one of those? Do we have to order those online? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Uh, Yeti. No, I'm kidding. So I had a really, really, a young lady named Beth. She follows me on social media and she works with my pops. And one day she had this prepared and, I even have like a beanie and, and a t-shirt, but I figured this was cool for promo. That's for, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I like Yeti, yeah, that's funny. Um, that's it right here. I go. I got you know. <laughs> well, I want to say one more question from my end, but um, so obviously we've been talking about success and you know what you've done, where you want to be, and um, you know that whole shebang. But yeah, I always like to play the devil's advocate a little bit. What do you think is, you know, I feel like a lot of people, because a lot of people don't talk about it. You know, we always talk about the good thing, the good in things. But what to you has been like, I, I guess, the, the biggest struggle, the, the, your biggest struggle or what is something that's like, oh, man, I wish I would have did that differently. Um, this is an analogy, but having too many people's hands in my own cookie jar, mm. that is something that I would I would have done differently. You know, eventually when you listen to, when you listen too much, mm-hmm. you, you really lose sight of who you are. And while, I, you know, personally, music is something that I'm always going to do and will always do. In addition, when it comes to the pandemic and, and being an artist and working with uh, many different people, I'm slowly on the cusp end of, of, of returning to that. I, I felt that for a while I did have to put people's hands uh in my cookie jar and, and I kind of had to tighten a little, little bit and, and, right. and allow those people to know that it's only mine. And I'm going to put out music that makes sense for me that I want to put out that I like and, 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 and makes sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, for example, there's even been times that I've, I've posted an Instagram, like a TikTok uh, cover on Instagram reel. And I don't personally favor the song and people are, and like people will stop me and they'll be like, dude, that's my favorite one. And I'm like, I have no idea how I, I can't stand it. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, that's just audio of me sleeping. Like what the, <laughs> no, 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 like, it's just, it's, 
all in all, truly uh, something I will always do. That's good. It's very yeah, good. You know, very good. Having a huge underage isn't always the, the greatest of things. That even yeah, you know, again, uh, I'm not. I'm not opposed to Junior Mafia or you know, Lil <laughs> rolling up with me. I, I feel like we could probably get along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into uh, the last, uh, well, before we get into what the Florida, my actually my final question is: uh, Do you have a, a performance? that you've done in the last six years um, that truly stands out to you right now, that is still just topping your head that you can't wait or want to do again. I will tell you, yes, I'd love to do Atlanta Jam Music Fest again. Love that, love that, love that. Um, I will say too, I'm actually in the process of working on something for a new music video and I've been working incredibly hard on it. And I'm going to have to take a lot of pictures while I'm there because I can assure you, I'm not going to believe that it's over with when I, when I'm done, it's going to be something that I'm like, ah, cause it's, I'm super excited about this and it's, it's a great record. And I believe, I, I believe in all this music. I believe in all my music. Of course, mm -hmm. this record to me is just, I don't know. It's just something a little different about it. And so okay. I say when it comes to that, that will be something that once the moment has passed, I'll be like, man, I wish I could go back just one more time. Okay, I like that. Oh wait, I actually have one more. Is it easier for you to write or to sing? Probably to sing. When it comes to me writing, like I said, like I, it it it's, it's circumstantial. It depends. Okay. Uh, there's times that I hear a record and I'm like, oh wow, okay, and and like I'll have like a first verse and a hook done, uh, or at least an idea or like a little voice note recorded to give my, myself an idea. And then there's times where. I fool around on my piano because I have a melody, but I just don't know exactly what the lyrical content is going to be or what the song is going to be about. Okay, they should do, they should do like a remember um, on uh, one hundred six in Park they do like Freestyle Fridays. Okay, uh, yeah, where they, yeah, you know they'd have like yeah. local MCs or whatever come in and they, they you'd have like a minute or it's like seconds. an open mic night, but for, yeah. um, but off, off the top of the head you just have to rap the lyrics and whoever was better you know they moved on in the tournament or whatever i wish they had that something like for singing it was like an open mic night singing but you just had to go into it and just off yeah. the top of the head just start singing yeah. and it had to sound good <laughs> that would be kind of cool actually scary but it'd be fun <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I think that's what the idea what karaoke was supposed to be before it ended up being yeah. karaoke. Oh. What Wait, what did you call it? K karaoke? Karaoke. Look, you know it's, it's hard. You say karaoke. Shut up. Yeah. I said karaoke. I said All karaoke. Right, fair enough. He's from South Carolina. He's North Carolina, South Carolina. You know they got them. You know, yeah. accents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Anyway, uh, before we get what to Florida, um, you want to go ahead and tell people how they find you, Cody. Yes, uh, on social media, it is Cody Music Official, K-O-D-Y Music Official. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok at the same thing. I will say uh, the website also is CodyMusic.com. Mm -hmm. And Instagram is, pro is mainly where you can find me. I will say my Facebook page is uh, Cody Henry as well. Uh, but Cody Henry, Cody Music Official, that's what Okay. You oh, you got a TikTok? Man, I, I I'm, I'm at that cusp to where like, I, just don't, I don't understand it. I don't know how to do anything. Is it, is it, is it even, dances? Even if you don't know, just act like you do. Shaw, <laughs> <laughs> we are starting a TikTok right now. Uh, <laughs> right now. Oh, hey, they man. told us two years ago we need to have a TikTok, and we still haven't done it. <laughs> oh, we're on CPT. Like I said earlier, I said earlier in the show, I said, look, we run on CPT we're, 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 in two years. 
We're not good with it. We're just not good with it. We're good with this part. It's the other part. We're not good. <laughs> he not look. He not good with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not. He's better. I'll give you that. I'll give him that one. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, Cody, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Like I said, we're gonna go ahead and jump in. What the Florida? Um, the show. He's got. I'm reading different three different stories. You playing against Ciroc there? You want to see which one you guys can? All right. Figure out Wait, where did, these, did you tell these him, stories did you, happen. Did you tell him the rules? I told him the rules already. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, well sure. first of all, though, he's from Tampa, so I'm really the underdog right now. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> well, this is. I don't watch Tampa news every day, though. Are you okay? Watching? It seems all like right. the Buccaneer flag in the background. You get the chance to watch it a little bit more often. Yeah, they because they're giving these up for free. Apparently, what did you think about uh, you coming back? Oh, I am so upset. I'm very upset. Not because <laughs> I don't want to win, because I had uh, season tickets last year mm-hmm. and um you know i i went to a couple games and i wasn't going to renew because he retired so you know you, they, they'll have your uh, representative call you he's te- he's texting calling hey man you know the window to renew is closing right. i'm just like whatever brady's retired why do i want to watch the books and then it, the window passed and literally like three days later brady unretires which i didn't even know you could do that in real life by the way i'm, I'm unretired like i don't well, know we'll see look when you're brady you can do whatever you want apparently i will say this it's still Raymond James Stadium. There's still no roof. Right. So the one o'clock games are a thousand degrees outside. So it's, it's <laughs> you can only go to like three games. Right. It's insane. Uh, they, they need like a mister to do like a drone mister. Yeah, just... or something, something, something. I mean, yeah. go figure. But yeah, man, we're, we're I mean, Tampa, I, I don't know when last time you've been here. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm, you've seen it, man. It's, you know, with Brady coming with the lightning winning, you know, back to back Stanley Cups with, all this stuff that's going on, it is. I, I've been here ten the weather, years, and the it no, is the, the no state taxes. You know, all that has just made it just ridiculous. And now, where I live out here, luckily enough, I bought a house when I did. But unfortunately, when I bought my house, I thought, "Oh, traffic out here is not so bad." And then people started moving here, and oh my god, it's horrible! It is just horrible. He but, acts like I live out in the free, out in the boonies. Yeah. It's because he lives in downtown. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody wants to live downtown. (laughs) If I had to choose, I'd rather. I I wouldn't mind Atlanta, man. Like I kind of like the the music and the 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 film scene. Like I've always liked film. I've never tried to audition for anything because I'm. I'd probably start shaking to death. But um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind living in Atlanta. You know, black people around, so you know, just throw that. There's a lot of traffic in Atlanta. (laughs) It's it's look, my commute one way was three hours. There's a lot of traffic in Atlanta. It it was horrible. It was it was. I don't get me wrong. There are other things in Atlanta live. I mean, like I said, my kids are there, so I obviously like Atlanta. I will say it's truly comparable to Atlanta traffic is the 400 in Los Angeles. Oh yeah! Wow. You could walk. You could walk to work and get there quicker. I see why I, we took I a tried and, and did happen. It was ridiculous. It, it was really ridiculous. All right. Let's All right. Get you ready? To Florida. All righty. Now, last week we played and I was flawless. Flawless victory. Okay. I didn't lose. I mean, I usually I do two out of three. Every now and then one out of three. And, and Sean, like he's so we had this debate for a very long time and it's been solved by multiple Floridians. But when it comes to like if you had to choose where Central Florida was, oh, oh you're right, USF, it, was, it was, and and most Floridians agree with me. It wasn't that? No, clear? no, no. Is USF uh, or is, is Tampa in? Would you consider Tampa Central Florida? 
Ah, he see, he thought about it. See, it's more south. Telling you. Yeah, I would like I think people would say, oh, Orlando is Central Florida because they don't they don't know where they are. Right. Um, whereas Tampa to me is obviously close, you know, it's on the west, it's on the west coast, but in comparison to is it higher or lower? I okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's central. Ah, uh, uh, right. you heard but him. He, Listen, man. you heard him. He li- he's from here. We're not. So his, oh, his, his oh, word is above oh. ours. So I'm sorry. Oh no. Uh, the judge. That's what you're going with. All right. Well, <laughs> say hello to Mr. Edward Rodriguez. Mr. Rodriguez is 28 years old. This is Mr. Rodriguez's Florida story. Is that his mugshot? This, this is his mugshot. Oh, this Florida man on tried, like a carpet or something. It really does look like he's like laying down. Trust <laughs> me, after reading what happened to him, he's going to wish he did. <laughs> this Florida story is this Florida man tries robbing a Waffle House with finger guns. This is his story. A Florida man was arrested after he attempted to rob a Waffle House using finger guns. Edward William Rodriguez, 28, was called red-handed after a Waffle House employee called the county sheriff's office to the restaurant on reports of a robbery. Thankfully, and obviously, no one was hurt and nothing was taken. (laughs) (laughs) He shot two people (laughs) with his finger guns. (laughs) Rodriguez's attempt to rob the establishment wasn't very well planned out, it seems. Sheriff Harper said Rodriguez entered the restaurant with a small dog, pointed his hands into finger guns, and told workers, get on the ground, y'all Y'all are getting robbed. Not- <laughs> While it was unclear how the situation was, re- was resolved, Rodriguez did tell employees that he was high and drunk before he grabbed some napkins and left the Waffle House. Okay, so he getting so how'd to, you get getting into that? a car and driving away. The suspect did not appear to have a weapon, but did raise his hands with his fingers in the shape of a gun, the sheriff's office said in a statement. Deputies went to Rodriguez's house where he admitted to robbing the Waffle House of its napkins. He was arrested and taken <laughs> into custody over the offense. <laughs> this had to be during COVID. This had to be when like the toilet paper shortage was going on. <laughs> Give me all, I don't want no food. I'm not even hungry. Give me all your toiletries right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Waffle House. That's funny. Story two. I feel like I know that guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm like dead serious. I feel like I know that guy. His face has been everywhere. This Florida man was arrested and and accused of video calling strangers while completely naked. (laughs) According to... Yeah. (laughs) According to deputies, the investigation began in mid-February after detectives received at least three reports from victims who received video calls from an unknown man who was completely nude, making lewd gestures on camera. Through investigative techniques, detectives took 35-year-old Adam Smith into custody after screenshots mm-hmm. of the video call were matched with Smith's tattoos. Once in custody, <laughs> Smith confessed to calling numerous random phone numbers within the past two months. Smith has been charged with indecent exposure, exposure of sexual organs, and obscene communication. Yeah, wow. that's one way to go to jail. Uh, that's that's just look. He looks he looks ashamed too. Look at his photo. Like, oh. <laughs> no, he's oh, like, can't why? Caught. <laughs> why did I do that? You would think that the mug shot. He would like have one where he was like, you know, I I did do it. Like, you know, yeah, it was me. We're gun ho. Right, right. I feel like like the person taking the photo at the jail would be like, hey man, look at the camera, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I can't I can't imagine it's a fun moment for any of them. Uh, I wouldn't want to. 
you know, I <laughs> I would probably be scared myself. I'd be like, ah, all right, <laughs> smile. Right. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Or, or just be like, hey, I just got this tattoo literally like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no. oh, man. All right. And yes, it does say WFLA in the corner. Don't let it fool you. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Suspected drunk driver gets lost, gets lost and calls 911 on himself. Yeah. A suspected drunk driver landed behind bars Tuesday after he drove around and got lost and called 911 on himself. According to an affidavit, police received a call around 3.40 a.m. Tuesday morning from Roel Akron Rosal, who said he had been drinking and drove to a location he was unfamiliar with. <laughs> Officers responded and found Rosal in the driver's seat of his vehicle. The engine was still running, according to the report. Police said Rosal's eyes were bloodshot and glassy, and he was swaying back and forth. He performed poorly on all field sobriety tests. The affidavit says the affidavit states his blood alcohol like content. He looked like they did Mortal Kombat a little bit. You know, <laughs> he, he looks mad. He looks pissed that they like arrested him. You yeah, know, he's, he's pissed off. He got caught. Yeah, like you can. I can like already see the situation. Like, sir, get out the car. No, Do you know who I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be pissed off that I had to, that I'm I'd be pissed off that this morning. I was like, wait, how did I get here? I called 911 on myself. What? What? No. All right. Well, he was arrested. Well, maybe, of course, well, the judge would be like, wow, DUI. that was really responsible of you. So we're gonna give you a lighter sentence. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So those are three, four stories. You get to not choose where they all happen at. Start right. the first story. <laughs> Finger guns, Murphy. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> uh, so since you're the guest, I'll let you go first. Is this multiple choice? Do you give us the answers beforehand? Or we have to nope. North does North Florida, Middle Florida, or South Florida? Honestly, Cody Sean literally makes up new rules as the game goes on. Okay. So <laughs> nice try. Nice try. <laughs> I'm gonna say that this happened in South Florida. South Florida. Final answer. He's using South Florida. I'm, okay. I the re I hmm. I don't know, but it's it's the finger gun bandit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, but I, but see this, this picture also strikes me as Ybor city, you know, they might have like a, a pickup truck, you know, this yeah. is a waffle house you exclaimed. So I, I would have to say opposed to South Florida, probably very North Florida. Okay. I feel like, I, feel like I wouldn't act a fool if I was in Miami and had money. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. But I have a different hunch. Okay. I'm going to say. Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna say South Florida because okay. I, I can't really see a shirt too well just because my screen is, screen is set up. It looks like a Ronaldo, maybe Brazil Sponge jersey. Bob. I think it's SpongeBob. Is it? I think it's SpongeBob. That's okay, well then, well then, let's see. So SpongeBob is the sponge under the sea, so closest to the. Right. Sea. I'm gonna say Miami. I'm going South Florida. Miami right. is near the sea, under the sea. SpongeBob near Brazil. Brazil soccer player. That's how my mind works. That's how I connect. I'm going South Florida. Final answer. Well, you're both wrong. It happened in North Florida. It happened in Madison County. Which oh. Is outside of Tallahassee. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure. You see, pretty Josh, sure. are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, over one. All right. Okay. This was Central Florida. It screams okay. to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I'm going to say the same. I'm say the same. All right. Happened in Sarasota County. So, yeah, you're right. Central All Florida. Right. Yeah. All right. I told you, he looks familiar. 
Right. Maybe that maybe you know I mean, I mean I'm, he's literally somebody been, was like, trying to FaceTime me the other day. Yeah, he's been on every single show. It's everywhere. <laughs> All right, one for one or one for two. Yeah. All one right. For, yeah, one for two. Last one. This, this guy was actually with the original gentleman that we were talking about. They were yes. together. I think so. so I'm, <laughs> I'm also gonna say that this was North Florida as well. Okay, I'm gonna say he does look like the guy that kind of like put the tattoos on the previous guy. You know, right. maybe the tattoo artist. I'm gonna stick with his beard. Yeah, and, and he looks he looks pissed. Like, how dare he say I gave him the tattoos? Right. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick with Central. I'm gonna say Central again. Okay. All right, happening Clearwater. So it is Central. It is Central. Okay. Yeah. So Cody, I will say, yeah. I will say, Sean made a little fib up because I know w, <laughs> WFLA is a station around here. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I knew it had to be in Tampa or oh, St. Pete or Clearwater. This was not a well. Then what the Florida guys? This was not fair. Yeah. Yeah. What the Florida, Sean? <laughs> yeah. What the? Fuck? Yeah. I, I'm trying yeah. to pull pull a fast one on him. So, I mean, I would. I just. I, I should have went with North Florida with you because I kind of felt bad. So like, oh, North Florida, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was homie's accomplice at the Waffle House. That's. Exactly. I mean, he does look like he would have been. He would have been. How about this? We'll call this a tie. We'll call this a tie because I kind of cheated a little bit because I knew better. But (laughs) we'll call it a tie. But thanks for participating. You get uh, what do what do you win, Sean? Because I still haven't got my gifts from like two years ago. I think it's because you never won. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You're always playing against me, and you lose, and you lost something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, no, anyways, but. On that, again, uh, just to remind everyone, you can find Cody. This is uh, entertainer, artist, Cody Henry. You can find him on YouTube and anywhere else you listen to music. Uh, Instagram, Spotify. Well, I don't think you play music uh, on Instagram. Well, I mean, you listen to music. Uh, some people, I don't know. I don't. I think you get like, what, 30 seconds on Instagram or something like that? Right, I think like 30 seconds. But you get links, though. You get links, though. You know, you listen, check them out you know? on Spotify. Check them on all streaming services, okay? Right. Cody's in the building. There you go. And if you're in Atlanta, make sure you go to East Atlanta. Check him out there as well. Don't order pizza from him, though, because, you know, I, you know, just don't yeah. do that. <laughs> all as well. Listen, guys, I really appreciate you having, for having me today on the weekly review. I look forward to more fun times. Sean and Sirach, y'all have a great evening. Thank you, Cody, man. We appreciate it. And if you're in Tampa, you know where to find us. Bro, let's do Thanks it again. Guys. Absolutely. Yeah. When I'm in Tampa, I'll hit you up and we'll do it again. Perfect. That Perfect. sounds good. Thank that sounds you, good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Really enjoyed having you. It was a great show. It was a great time with you. Um, and on that, you got anything else? I am good, man. You're good. All right. Yeah. Well, with Anytime. that being said, the, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Just stay, just stay on uh, after the show. We'll get you right off. So with that being said, this has been the weekly review, the weekly review with Sean Rock. I am Sean Aquino Torres. And it's your boy, Rock the Mic. Peace out. Thanks for listening.